0: Welcome to Moneymaker, the podcast that gives you the tools to enrich your life in every sense of the word. I'm your host, Nellie Galan. Let's get started. I think the truth about life is that you go through life. And again, you've heard me say before that things for most of us are never linear. You you know, you think that you're going to go to school, and then high school, and then college, and you're going to figure it out, you're going to get a job. And it's all going to, you know, those days are over, the world is changing so quickly. But even in my time, I find that it's more like, you know, there are people that maybe are, you know, that have been in this country their whole life for many generations, and maybe have wealth or have inherited money that can have a linear life because they have a backup position. But the truth is that those of us, that come from maybe poor families or we're immigrants or we're minorities. And, you know, we have to, we have to help our families. We don't have any money. We have, we have then a life and a career path and a life path that is like an obstacle course, you know, where things go wrong and then you get thrown off your journey or you, you know, you, uh, have, crises happen in your life that uh you know you you thought you were going to do something and then you have to do something else. And I find that those things are sometimes the greatest blessing of your life. And so for me, I'll tell you my take on that is that I've always gone along, 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 and then something happens, and i'm I'm confronted with a crossroads, you know, I, A crossroads like of two lanes, right? And it's like, which road am I gonna take? And oftentimes it's a more ego road. And then the other one is a more experimental road or a scary road or a road that makes me feel like I don't know if I can do that. You know, it makes me scared. And I think that when I've done when great things have happened to me is when I've taken those scary roads. You know, last night I was on the phone with my boss from when I was 17 years old. The first person that gave me a job to move to Texas and go be on TV and be a little reporter at 17. And I was living in New York. I had already had another one of those uh, crossroads and I had gotten into 17 Magazine as a the youngest guest editor. And I was in the middle of going to first semester of college and this woman calls me and she's like I think you should be you should do you should come and work for us uh and and go and we we'll start working in TV and I was in college and I was living with my parents and I had a very traditional childhood and I was taught that you stay with your parents till you get married and um and so that crossroads even though it, it really was exciting to move to Texas and learn about TV it scared the hell out of me and It made me think like, oh, my God, I can't do that. And then I went to my parents and said, I've gotten this job offer. And they said, you're absolutely not going. You're underage. We control you. You are not going to Texas. You are not working on a TV show. We don't think that's we don't we think that's disgusting. And you are going to stay here. And you just got scholarship money to go to college. And you are not going anywhere. And I did something very right. I mean, everything in my being, everything said, you got to go you've got to go. It's scary, but you've got to go. And in a way, in my mind at the moment, I was like, I'm going backwards because I was going to be like a little assistant. And already here, I had gotten into a great college and I had this guest editorship at 17 and I felt like I could go down that road. And I left in the middle of the night and my parents caught me and they yelled at me. And they to this day, they tell me it was the worst day of their life. And I understand because later I became a mom and I I understand them. Uh, But I left and I left to, and I drove myself cross country to Texas, which I can't even believe I did. Um, I don't even know if I would do that now. And that was one of those moments where I had to go backwards. In the end, that woman who I was speaking to last night is now 88 years old and still one of my dearest mentors and friends. uh, You know, she made me, Uh, the youngest little reporter on that show. And that's how I got into being on camera and being a reporter. So had I not gone there, that would not have happened. Uh, And I think of other times, you know, (coughs) when years later, I was a reporter producer at CBS in Boston. And again, another crossroads where I get offered to go be this little station, running a little TV station that was like a little, it was akin to a college station, like nothing versus being on camera and working at a big brand like CBS. And again, I was scared. And the two roads, again, you're across at a crossroads. And I chose the least glamorous, the most scary, the thing that seemed really like kind of tacky, but my gut And the people that I was working for were very, very exceptional, masterful people. And I went with them. I didn't go with the job. I went with them. And that turned out to be the greatest decision of my life. And then, you know, there's many versions of those stories in my life that that it's a theme in my life that I hit crossroads. I think another crossroads for me that was very scary was in 2009 when the economy had crashed. And I was producing a million shows. and then uh the shows that we the 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 network that I was buying shows for said to me, "We can't buy this many shows for you." And basically i got I got like a payoff to uh, not do that many shows, just like if you're, I don't know, a manufacturer of t-shirts and it's a bad economy. and the and and you know, Nordstrom is buying a million t-shirts from you, and they say, this year we can only buy 50 t-shirts from you and we're going to pay you off because we know that we're screwing your business over. And I make the decision uh, because my son was in school and he really didn't like school and he didn't have a model for someone who had finished college. I thought to myself, I'm going to go back to school and finish college. And I have to tell you, that was a very scary road versus being at the height of my career and, and, and to make it even worse, I had my agent call me and say, are you having a nervous breakdown? Why would you go back to school? You don't need to go to school. You've already made it. And I was like, my gut, my soul is telling me I need to go back to school. And I felt like I needed to fill in so many gaps in my life. And I had to go way backwards. You know, when I started school again, my first professor said to me, you write like a rapper." you don't know how to write. And it's because I was a marketer and I wrote, I had learned to write like in a marketing salesy way. And I had to write these academic papers and he gave me the book, Strunk and White, and said, here, learn to write all over again. And there were many times in the four years I went to school and I went to school for four years around the clock, like all year, no summer break, in order to finish a six year program in four. There were many times when I had panic attacks. And I thought, am I insane? Why did I do this? Like, have I lost my rocker? And then something would happen. Like, I remember this woman that showed up in my life that had just graduated two years before from my same school. And she out of nowhere called me and said, can we go to dinner? And I said, I'm having a panic attack. Like, why did I do this? And she goes, you're in process. And when you're in process, all is not revealed as to why. I promise you 100% that when you finish, you will have a new path. You will know what it is. And in hindsight, you'll see that all of this was meant to be. And she was 100% right. And now when other people are on these crossroads and they choose the path least traveled, very famous poem. When they choose that path and they're panicking and they come to me, And they say, oh, my God, what did I do? And I go, no, you are on the right path. You are on the right path. And in the end, you will see that you are. And to me, it happens a lot, a lot, a lot. And now, you know, I, I really have gotten more comfortable with it. I wish for all of you, I wish that I knew way back when to trust my gut the way I do now. I really am so aligned with my gut. You know, I I scare my son sometimes cuz I go, you know, I'm I'm kind of like, you know, I I I know things and I go, "Eh, eh." And he goes, "Yeah, I know when you say that." And so and it's not that I know anything, it's not that I'm psychic, it's not anything weird or woo-woo. It's that your inner voice is your most powerful voice. And you have to really um You know, I I say a lot, cultivate your voice. And I mean that in an outward way, like cultivate the voice that you present to the world, but you also have to cultivate your inner voice. And that inner voice is the one that whispers to you all the time. And it tells you, come on, you know, this is right. And I have often, maybe not so much in my career life, maybe that's why I've had a better track record in my career life than oftentimes in my personal life. Because I override that voice in my personal life. Because I want something, sometimes when you want things to be something they're not, you override your voice instead of waiting. My mother used to always say to me, it's important to wait for big things. I don't even know if she really waited for big things, but she taught me that I have to wait for big things. And it took me a long time to figure that out. But when you listen to your inner voice, it's not going to happen on your time, it's going to happen on the time that it's meant to be, and it's going to happen. And But it does happen. So uh, I hope that talking about the crossroads and the road less traveled, and getting your ego out of the way, and knowing that sometimes you have to go backwards in order to go forward and leapfrog forward and take yourself to a higher place. After your darkest moments, you go higher. That is what makes a great moneymaker. Moneymaker is a production of Money News Network. Moneymaker is written and hosted by me, Nellie Galan. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie. Thanks for listening. See you next time.